Welcome back to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction, where there's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. In today's episode, we'll read the Wren Island series, Part 3, Scene 34. First, let's recap what happened when we previously visited Wren Island. Amelia had a conversation with Virgil that hinted Virgil might be a little worried about Allison. And I promised you we would check on Allison in this episode. We'll spend about five and a half minutes reading. Afterward, stick around to find out how readers directly influenced this part of the story. Here we go. The Wren Island series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 3, Scene 34. The birds came awake one at a time. First a single melody from a sparrow, then another. Robins began chirping. Warblers added their own tunes until the symphony was fully orchestrated. Allison tried to move her stiff muscles. The pain that had been fire yesterday was now shards of ice. And how did her clothes get so damp? From dew? Was she shivering from cold or because she developed a fever? A fever would not be good at all right now, not on top of everything else going on. At least the vest was warm, a bright yellow vest, matchy-matchy. Upsy-daisy, Allison, you can do it. Whoops, pain went zinging up and down her neck, pounding out of her head like a sledgehammer. Try again. There you go. She hobbled down the trail. Walk on, walk on, walk on. Miracle of miracles, listen to that. A boat was approaching the island, probably pulling up to the dock right next to her boat. The boat's engine died. Voices reached her, a man and a little girl. No, not a little girl, a teenager with attitude, arguing now, yelling. Oh, well, at least it was someone to help her back to her boat. Walk on, walk on, walk on. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Ice shattering inside her hip, fueling hot lava. The voices got closer, not arguing anymore, and a man came around a bend in the trail. Big guy, wearing appropriate boots for the terrain. He looked strong enough to support her, lift her even. She nearly fainted with relief. A girl, a teenager maybe, stepped out from behind the man. She was smaller than the backpack she staggered under. Whoa! The girl stopped mid-step. Am I glad to see you guys, Allison leaned against a tree trunk. I had an accident. I'm trying to get back to my boat. That your cruiser at the dock? How'd you know about this place? The man looked her up and down. She must be a sight. I happened on it. She took a careful breath against her fracturing insides. Would you mind helping me get back to the dock? He didn't move. Maybe he hadn't heard her. When the girl shifted the pack on her shoulders and nearly fell backward, Allison shot a look at the man. He was probably three times that girl's weight. Why wasn't he carrying the heavy load? The girl recovered her balance and looked up. We've got a cart down at the dock. Maybe we could... Don't need the cart. She's walking, isn't she? The man turned back down the trail and called over his shoulder. What kind of accident did you have? Allison watched his retreating back. Lots and lots of help, this guy. Motorbike. Went off a ledge. The man stopped. We better go get your bike. Might be worth something. Allison shook her head, but the zinging, punctuated by pops of pain, stopped that. 
Good grief. Now her heart was thumping around, and very unnaturally, scary unnaturally, she let her breath catch up. It's buried in the brush at the bottom of a ravine. I'll come back for it later. The girl held out an arm. You want to lean on me? If she leaned on that overloaded girl, they'd both topple over. Thanks, but I'm all right. You on your own? This was called over his shoulder from further down the trail. Limping forward, Allison didn't answer. Out of all the people in the world who might have rescued her, she'd ended up with this clown. The girl with him looked like she needed rescuing herself. I asked if you were on your own. He turned to face her. She stopped walking and tried to stand taller. Ouch. He chuckled and continued down the trail. When the girl gave her a worried look, a weird feeling, a new weird feeling, began swirling around inside. This guy was creeping her out. Or was the weird feeling just from pain, from the fever if she had one? At any rate, she hadn't been doing too badly on her own before, had she? She gathered what extra strength she could and sent it toward her voice, going for confident, A-okay. You know what? I'm really feeling okay now. I can get back all right on my own. Thanks for the help. He kept walking. The girl stopped to hitch up shorts that were falling down and spoke quietly. What's your name? Allison. The man spun around. Allison Theodore of Wren Island? He'd heard of her. How? In what context? She met his challenging look with her own and accidentally let go of her walking stick. Unsupported, she swayed. Sing up, sing down, sing all around. The girl bent to retrieve the stick, straightened an inch at a time under her load, then looked at the man. Is it okay to give it back to her? When he nodded, she handed back the stick. Here you go, Allison. I'm Maddie, by the way. That's Lester. It sure is nice to finally meet someone all the way out here. We've never seen anyone out here on Seal Rock. Allison leaned on the stick to catch her breath. Once she was back on the boat, she'd zip away from here. Not that she was comfortable leaving a teenage girl alone with this creep. How old are you, Maddie? Old enough, Lester answered. He was far enough away to be useless, but close enough to keep cabs. Maddie just shrugged. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 3, Scene 34. While I was writing this part of the story, I invited readers to suggest ideas for how Allison might be rescued. Some readers sent elaborate outlines for how the plot could develop. A few readers suggested whales might play a role. Several readers drew a line in the sand, Team Act or Team Virgil. But one reader said something unexpected. She said she was fine with the story going any direction, any direction at all, as long as it was not Allison being rescued by a man. And that got me thinking. I'd been imagining a traditional heroic rescue. Hunky Hack swooping in with his float plane, or Virgil, who seems to be quietly falling in love with Allison, doing something wonderfully brilliant. But this is a story about women, strong women. How well many of us do love a good old-fashioned romantic rescue. Allison is so independent and so resourceful, I wondered, what if? What if Allison didn't need to be rescued by someone? And what if, along the way, Allison rescued someone else? We'll see how all those what-ifs play out in the final episodes of Part 3. 
Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. Right away, you'll receive the most recent ebook version of the Rent Island series and You'll be the first to hear about new developments in the story and opportunities to influence what happens next. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.